Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Okay, so here's the thing. People are always asking, can I manifest anything, anything that I want? And there seems to be still so much confusion as to how to manifest, what to manifest. Is, can I, but then they'll say things like, well, Stephen, can I get a new car? Or what about a new job? Or what about this new relationship in my life? Are there things that are off limits? Are there things that are I can just count on? And because of that, there seems to be such a fractured state of mind where belief is concerned. And, and you know, it's always going back to, do I deserve it or not? Am I good enough? Uh, or am I, maybe because I messed up in my life that I just can't expect all the good things to come. You know, there is, here's the thing. When you get down and you start drilling into manifesting anything in life, you've got to believe that anything is possible because the law of attraction is not a respecter of persons. It's not a respecter of material things. It works for anybody that can believe for anything, that's willing to attract anything. So the the challenge is always going to be getting rid of any kind of notion, preconceived notion that says that perhaps you're not worthy, you're not living the kind of life that you should be living, you're not doing the right things in order to attract the right things into your life. There's truth in all of this, but then again, there's a fallacy of belief that says, for some reason, you're not worthy because of your education. You're not worthy because of where you live, because of the circumstances you're in, the family you were born into, all that stuff. We're going to put it down today as a myth that doesn't need to be believed anymore and get into the truth of the four secrets to manifesting any desire. I'm Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. We'll get an email to me. And hello, Megan. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Good Thank to be you. here. It's, isn't it good to be here? It really is. I'm so excited about um, manifesting anything I can imagine. There, and you know, and there's truth to that. Anything, any desire, nothing is off limits. You are a being having a human experience, a natural experience. And as a creator here in the universe, you have the ability to attract any, underscore that, any desire, anything. I'll let you in on a little secret. I am manifesting the ability to run five miles well and i am a witness i can give you a shout out and saying you're doing it girlfriend <laughs> well right now i'm only doing four and i'm definitely not running the whole time here's so here's context we just got out of colorado right i mean we were there for the first really uh heavy snowfall yeah. up in the breckenridge area and we we're like okay don't just batten the hatches, open them. We're getting out of here. <laughs> and we did. And we headed down the mountain and got out of there. And now we are on the eastern coast, uh, Carolina coast. And the weather has been fabulous Beautiful. the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? Oh, it's just stunning. And, you know, it made me realize, too, that what makes life so great is the contrasts in life. You know, I mean, the mountains wouldn't be as spectacular without spending time at the coast and vice versa. So it's just this really Contrast. cool variety 
Um, it, mm-hmm. it is the spice of life. <laughs> it is. And yes, you are running five miles. You're doing it. I'm you receiving are, it. You're, I'm getting there. It. I'm putting, you know, and I just think that I think it's so exciting, the concept that, you know, you can put in the work, but then the, the universe manifesting things on your behalf, um, it just, it's like a little cheat sheet or something. Well, you know what? You're getting dressed with the idea that you're going to run the five miles. You're putting kinetic energy of belief toward manifesting and bringing and attracting the ability to, to run that five miles yeah. into your life mm-hmm. so you're meeting the the thing that you're the substance that you are attracting and you're doing it right out there on the beach with an expectation yeah. for the ability to run that five miles now the first day wasn't as good as the second day oh my goodness. right I mean you would run walk walk run <laughs> run crawl right walk run <laughs> sit have lunch, <laughs> have lunch. eat another eat, sandwich, eat a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> run run a, few, run a little bit further but now but then oh, fast forward a week and Oh my goodness! There you go. Oh, it's getting it's there. It's getting there, and you know it's interesting too because as you as you try to manifest something, you're also sort of having to manifest other things that are related to it. You know, I okay, I want to run five miles, but I'm also manifesting, you know, that my knee doesn't hurt. <laughs> so Great. I'm manifesting a lot out wow. there. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Well, thanks. I'm excited, and well, and I'm excited to hear the four secrets to manifesting because, you know, I think we can always up our manifesting game you can sort of, uh, you know, become better at it, practice, learn more. The law of attraction, that's right. You know, the law of attraction works for those that are stirring up their thoughts concerning attracting their desires. It doesn't just happen. You are, all of us are always, we're here as creators and we're always attracting something into our lives. Now, albeit for most of us, it's, it's things that we really would rather not see. But here's a misconception. The word desire, first of all, means anything that you are focused on. Now, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it's something good. It doesn't mean that it's just something bad. It can be either one of those. Whatever you are focused on the most is what you're desiring. For example, you know, and we think that, oh, to desire something means that you want it. Well, that's not it. Not not where the, the soul and the imagination is concerned. And that's why it's so important that you cast down negative imaginations. Because if those are holding first place in your thoughts, that's the thing that you're desiring. Well, I think that's why, you know, we're talking about fitness, so why not talk about, you know, nutrition too? I think that's why diets are so uh, impossible to succeed at because you're basically just saying, okay, I'm going to obsess over what I eat even more now. (laughs) You're just focusing on more food. So, you know, yeah, I think that's a a huge... just an item to really get into your mind and to understand. Well, we've got a lot to cover this hour. How we're going to get to it all, I don't know. I'm going to start <laughs> digging in, though. And if we can't get to it today, I promise we'll just push it over and, and uh, keep, get, keep right on getting into it tomorrow. I so let's jump in. I love that we're doing dailies now. That is so cool. Well, I just feel like so we can cover. much to this. Yeah. So much. And it's all exciting. Yes. It's all fun. And I'm telling you, if you stay with this and if you become a student of it and really work at practicing the law of attraction through the power mm-hmm. of kinetic belief, your life will never look the same again. In fact, people that haven't seen you in a while, give it, <laughs> give it six months and you oh, go man. home for, so let's say you're away from your family and you go home for the 4th of July next summer and you've been working on this through these podcasts and kinetically journaling to believe and to <laughs> manifest things in your life, when you, they're not going to recognize you. Oh no, transformation. They and I'm won't. not talking about just the car you drive up in. I'm talking about the way you look, your skin, your health, your eyes, the glow to all of you. There will be a personification of you that will arrive before you even get there. And they're going to say, Megan, what happened to you? (laughs) 
They're going to be so jealous. <laughs> so jealous. But it's a good jealousy. I like it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should be inspiring people everywhere we go. I well, and that's something that I was just thinking about yesterday, how this podcast is such an easy, simple, straightforward way to immerse yourself because you cannot have success in manifesting or in any of this without total immersion somehow some way and you know you can't necessarily just sit down and read books all day so this is this is a great way just to daily immerse yourself in these ideas well and i don't take for granted all the listeners that we do have i just uh, you know thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining up with us yeah. as family members we always enjoy seeing you when we're out doing a master class and just knowing that you're there now it's it's humbling to to myself and i know to megan as well yeah. and we appreciate you and also the thing that excites me most about knowing that there are as many listeners as there are is that we're all becoming teachers mm -hmm. as you learn this for yourself just by applying these truths to your own life you can believe that people are watching there and they're go. learning yeah. from from observing the way that you're living your life you're gonna say how, how did you do it tell me tell me the the four secrets <laughs> All right, so there are four secrets to manifesting any desire, anything that you could imagine and desire into your life. There are numerous thought disciplines, right? There are religions, philosophical uh, mediators that have concluded that beliefs are the substance of things hoped for. There is a substance. Uh, it's evidence of things not yet seen. And the, the doctrine states that thoughts that are believed to be true will absolutely form into your own reality, anybody's reality. The journals of generals that have been studied entering into battle historically have revealed that their doubts uh, and their convictions were the, the thing that led to either a victory or a defeat. A great example. And those that were that believed mostly in victory ultimately won. the The dominant conviction of athletic teams, for example, when you look at the teams that go into to the Super Bowl each year, or to the World Series, when those are posited one against the other, most often it's correct. You can correctly predict which team is going to win the event, which one is going to come out on top based on, based solely on the dominant conviction of those teams as a whole. And that's what we're talking about. Or the, the salesman who visually assumes the sale. Now, if you, if you have a, a sales position professionally that you're working in, you, you've heard this before. If you assume the sale, you're visually imagining it. You're seeing it come to conclusion, and you do this, and you put, you articulate it, and don't give room for any other imagination. You will most often close that sale, and that is a fact. So we're talking about the four secrets to manifesting any desire, and that just sort of is the tip of the iceberg. Here's the thing. You've got to, first of all, trust in the source of your imagination. You've, and the you, and only way you can trust in something is to become knowledgeable about it. For example, a person who is fearful of flying, will uh, that fear will disappear if you teach them the, the principles of flight. If they understand what's going on up in the cockpit, they understand how much training has gone into the, uh, the, the pilot getting his license and learning to fly. They understand what makes an aircraft fly. And all of the, the knowledge then will do away with the fear that they may have had about flying. So 
trust in the source. Trust in the source that's going to manifest and bring the imagination to, to the point of manifestation in your life. Shortly after the earliest measurable beginning of the universe, or just after inflation, inflation began right after the Big Bang, there were two kinds of particles that were perfectly opposed in mass that began colliding and, and annihilating one another. And the state of those opposing particles colliding would have quickly ended in the complete annihilation of all forms of particles if there were not for one tiny unexplained phenomenon. And here it is. For every 10 billion antiparticles, there were 10 billion particles plus one. Now stay with me for just a minute. So the extra particle, that one tiny little plus particle is known as the God particle. And this imbalance meant that matter had the last word resulting in this biased and perfect, uh, perfected design for all things. So what followed then was the creation of the elements and all of the stars and all of the solar systems and, and, and even planet Earth and every single person on it. So there is one thought form that we know about. There's one. There's one substance throughout all of the universe from which all things are made. The substance from which all things are made permeates all of the interspaces of the universe. Everything. It, it's, it's permeating you. It's permeating all that you can see and not see. There's one thing, one substance. And it's a thought form that is then held in this substance attracts the thing that you're imagining and holding in that thought form. That's the way everything was created, and that's the way you, created in the image of the Creator, creates. That's how. That's that's why the the world has been um, evolving toward perfect completion since the beginning. Historically, we we know that things are different today than they were a thousand, two thousand years ago, four thousand years ago, six thousand years ago. Well, why is that? Because belief is at work and it's attracting and creating mass according to the expectations of creators that were put here in the image of the creator. And so that's how all of this works. So that's the first thing. It's trusting in the source that is going to manifest your heart's desire. That was the first thing I wrote down as you were speaking is trust in the source. I, I think that's a, a really cool concept. And it really seems like it, it would be a huge key to success when manifesting. Trusting in the source. I mean, if you can't trust the source, um, what are you even doing? <laughs> what if you can't trust the source? Just like, just like with flying. If you have fear of flying, well, you're not going to be very successful at flight. You're going to be terrified to the process. And here, that's, that's the thing, is belief, a good belief is positive. A negative belief is fear. And remember that if you, whatever you fear will come against you the same way that whatever you're believing for in a good way will come for you. So you've got to get to the place where you're trusting in, in a good source, trusting and believing that, hey, you know what? I do have the ability to, to attract and create the life of my good expectations. And so if you look around at your life, the one that you're living right now, and you see things in it that you just don't like, 
recognize that whatever it is you don't like is still a result of the things that you've been saying and expecting. So if you're a negative person by nature, you probably have a negative lifestyle, a negative spouse, negative kids, negative animals are in your life, that negative canary in the cage in there that just won't stop squawking rather than saying lovely things. So uh, the life that you're living, the life that anybody is living is absolutely a result of the things that they've been saying. So... It's almost like you're saying that we're the source. You are your own source. You are the manipulator of the source. You define what the source is going to create and manifest into your life. Another word that really stuck out as you were speaking earlier was the word conviction. And I really love that because that does seem to be a huge part of manifesting is your conviction about what you're believing, how you're believing in yourself, in the source. Um, I just really liked that word, and, and I think that it does seem like that's a recurring theme when we talk about trying to manifest something. Yeah, conviction is, is absolutely part of it, and you have to be become convicted in your belief, meaning that you're going to stay the course, you're going to stand, yeah. having done all else, you'll continue to stand, mm-hmm. expecting nothing less than the very best idealistic thing that you're believing for. And so that conviction is, you want to check yourself to make sure that you've got that conviction and that you're holding on to the conviction, and nothing is going to take that conviction away from you. Um, the conviction conviction is another way of looking at conviction is it's an article of faith. It's an article of belief, meaning it doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter what grandma, grandpa, and dim all tell you. It's not going to change what you believe. <laughs> you have a conviction. You have an article of faith, a belief where your idealistic version of yourself will be maintained no matter what. You will not turn to the left. You're not going to turn to the right. You're not going to have a bad day where your conviction is concerned. Where that article of belief, that article of faith is concerned, nothing is going to get you off of what you're standing for to receive. And it seems like the the conviction aspect of this would make it really detrimental to allow yourself to live in a, in a place, in a culture, in a society, or even a family friend circle that's always talking about sickness or poverty or negative things because that actually you can be convicted that you are you can have conviction about the negative too that is a great area yeah that's a great area of deception a person is deceived if they believe just because you know better uh, doesn't mean that you're not communing with that negative thing. Yeah. If, if you allow yourself mm-hmm. to be around negative family members that are always talking about sickness, just by the mere fact that you are uh, listening to it, that means that in your subconscious, you are mentally agreeing. You are subconsciously agreeing with the sickness. Yeah. And so it will manifest sickness into your body. Didn't you have a friend or someone, I'm vaguely remembering this, that he won't go to Thanksgiving or Christmas or something anymore because... They kept telling him he had some condition. Or well, no, they kept telling him, yeah, this is a friend of mine, Jerry, and they were telling him that, oh, you know what, every time he'd go home for Thanksgiving, well, you know, you're going to have a heart attack because your grandpa did, and your uncle <laughs> did, and your daddy did, and here you are, you're 45 years old. You're due. Why are you still walking around, <laughs> Jerry? You should be dead by now. Oh, my <laughs> so, gosh. And, and he, Jerry said, I am not going home for Thanksgiving. They're trying to kill me. Yeah, words can kill. That words are things. There is yeah. a substance to thought. There's a substance to words. There is a mass to sound, and it creates. You create. You create. Create with the conviction of the sound of the words that you are speaking. That's a really cool concept. That you know, be aware of what conviction you're creating. 
That's that's well put. That's so that's right. powerful. That's You're, cool. We are creators. Yeah. So creators create. You're always creating. Yeah. Rather uh-huh. you you are not neutral. There yeah. is no neutral in this. Everybody, positive people, negative people are always creating and that doesn't mean just with your hands and you're you're going down to the hardware store and getting some nails to create something or you're getting a, a big mm-hmm. chunk of clay to create and mold something. Yeah. You're creating. Absolutely. Always creating. I had a friend that you know, she would just not stop telling me that she um, when she wouldn't feel good and I would you know talk to her about all this and words are things and your man what you're manifesting you know you try to tell I tried to tell her and then one day she said it again and I just she said well I just I just think I, I'm sick I have such and such and I said well you probably do because oh, you yeah. said it because yeah. you won't shut up about it well all you <laughs> see all that there is already exists and when you hold a thought form thought form held in in the substance of things hoped for now, and, and remember that hope doesn't mean that you're, you're hoping because it's a good thing. That just means that you're holding a thought form. And so that thought form is a desire. Uh, so the, the thing that you're holding in thought form will attract the thing that you are imagining and holding in the thought form. So if you're talking about sickness all the time, then you're holding the thought form of sickness, desiring that sickness, and it's attracting sickness and, and, and those imaginings into thought form. It's creating. You're always creating. Why? Because you're a creator. Dancers dance, creators create. (laughs) When you say thought form, (laughs) dancers dance. Dancers dance and creators create. I love it. Um, When you say thought form, are are you referring to, is that something like imaginations or imagining something? Or if you'll expound on what you mean. Imaginations, yes. uh, uh, An imagination is another word for a thought form. Mm. And then holding that imagination or holding that thought form, how do you do that? You do it through conversation. Mm. You do it through mulling it over, turning it over, fretting about it. You're fearful about it. You're you're having a repetitious thought form a repetitious imagination that is going to absolutely attract the thing that you are imagining. For example, if you're fearful of going to jail and you keep thinking about going to jail and you meditate on going to jail, you're probably going to jail for something. So quit (laughs) thinking about going to jail, cast down negative imaginations into every high thought form that's coming into your life because that's coming against you. Cast it down. Don't allow it to, I love, I love the saying, you know, you can't, keep a bird from flying over your head but you can stop it from building a nest in your hair mm, yeah don't allow it to linger don't stop allow watching it. the cop shows late at night that would, stop it <laughs> that would, that'd make anybody <laughs> you know, dream you know, about going that'd to that'd be an interesting statistic to see just how many uh regular viewers of of cops are actually in and out of jail <laughs> <laughs> Probably would be a, very telling. That would be a strange poll to take, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, um, are you? Am I? I just want to see if uh, you mentioned trusting in the source. Is that is that number one? Yeah, that's number one. Trust in the source, and you can and you do that by recognizing what the source is, mm. and that it's permeating all things. Remember that. And all the interspaces of the universe, that substance from which all things are made, the God particle, is per, it's always there. And your thought form, your imaginations are going to linger in that place, creating a void or a vacuum for the law of attraction to bring into manifestation the very thing that you've been meditating on. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Um, number trust, one. Number one. Okay. Check. Got it. Trust in the source um, with conviction. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cool.
Number two? Yeah, let's do it. We're at number two already? Secret. Number inner two. dialogue, number Ooh. two. Your inner dialogue, the conversation that you're continually having with yourself. And again, we're talking about, if you're just joining in with us, we're talking about the four secrets to manifesting any desire in your life. Number two, the inner dialogue. All is right with the world. What? What did you just say? Uh-huh. All is right with the world. Listen yeah. to me. This is the inner dialogue that a positive creator is always considering, convincing themselves of. Are you delusional? Perhaps only to the point of you're not going to pay attention to the negative things in the universe. You're not going to pay attention to things that are in the, the motion of decay, death, destruction, terrorism, fear, anything that's born of fear. Listen, tell yourself continually, affirm to yourself, say it out loud, speak it until the place that you are absolutely convinced in your knower that you know absolutely all is right with the world. And you can be at peace with this because here's the thing. Since the very beginning, the moment of expansion when it began, everything was created perfectly, including you and and all thought form. And it wasn't until uh, much, much later that the negative energy toward the positive expansion came into the universe and began to counteract with that. And here we are as creators at this specific point in time, and we're given the opportunity to make a choice, to choose to agree with and align ourselves with the thought form that all is right with the world, or to get on board and pay attention fearfully to, to decay and negativity. So as a positive creator, someone that is attracting the perfected life where nothing is missing nothing is broken and you're financially secure and you've got wonderful friends and favor seems to follow you all the time and you've got perfected health from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet you are doing this at number two by continually telling yourself all is right with the world it is perfect and it is advancing toward completion perfectly and i will contemplate the the facts of of social and political and and all of industrial life on this planet, and I'm going to do it from this high viewpoint that all is well, all is right. It is all very good. It is so good, in fact, that I see all human beings, all of my acquaintances, all of my friends, and all of my neighbors and strangers and people that I meet, and I see the members of my own household and extended family in exactly the same way that all is right and all is well. They are all good. Are they all good? Yes, they are. You only see the good. You're not listening to the negativity. You're not considering the fallacy. You're not considering that maybe they're not at a, at a high, the high level of, of um, evolution that you are. That doesn't matter. It's none of your business. They are all good. Nothing is wrong with the universe. Nothing can be wrong but my own personal attitude. Did you get that? Nothing can be wrong in the universe except my own personal attitude. And therefore, I keep that right. I keep that correct. I keep it perfect. And my whole trust now in the innermost part of my being is going to be in unconditional love. Do you think that... (laughs) I like everything you said, and, and I'm just... What do you say it even if you don't feel it? You'll feel if you say it, you'll begin to feel it. That's what I'm saying, though. You don't, you don't, because most of us 
say what we feel. We don't say, I'm going to say it to feel You're going to stop doing that. No longer say what you feel. Your feelings are supposed to be following what you're thinking and saying. You take control over your emotions. Do not be an emotionally led person, someone that's led around by their feelings. Don't trust feelings. Feelings can be negative. In fact, most often they are negative if you are allowing yourself to be led by them. It is not natural for feelings to be positive and then you become positive because of them. (laughs) If you are a person that's led by your feelings and led by emotions, you will be led away from the will of your purpose for for life and you will not be uh, experiencing the very best that you can possibly be experiencing do you think it's possible to understand the law of attraction and kinetic belief in in a cerebral way and you know maybe you don't have that belief in you yet but you just know that you're supposed to say something do you think that still works oh absolutely in fact you, the belief is something that you're going to be stirring up mm-hmm. it's not natural just belief is wisdom belief and in, in practicing the kinetic belief and the law of attraction comes from a, a higher enlightened plane of existence and anybody can do this you don't have to be smart so if like for example if if I'm concerned about money, um, let's say I, I'm, I'm, it's getting a little tight. I'm having trouble paying some bills, making some certain s- specific ends meet. Um, how do I go about changing my inner dialogue about money? All is right with the world. That means all is right with your finances. And you are not defined by what's in your bank account. You're not defined by what's in your wallet or your purse. You are defined by what's in the universe. And all is well with the universe. And your needs are met according to the riches of the universe. It's not met through competition. It's Your needs are not going to be met through your abilities, through your hard work or the sweat of your brow. All of that's going to be taken care of by your belief that you can take care of financially of any needs that come up. And so what are you doing? You're kinetically beginning to move toward the thing that you're attracting. All of a sudden, the, the substance of inspiration is going to inspire you at three o'clock in the morning. And when you first wake up and you're having your coffee in the morning, you're going to get this idea of, oh my goodness, the genius within me has, has just given me the answer to the needs of my neighbors and I'm able to meet this need and financially I'm attracting now wealth into my life because I've been given the genius of meeting needs of others. So you're attracting the solution to the lack that may be in your life by being open to the positive qualities that all is right with the world. You're attracting good things, which includes the ability to prosper financially. Do you think that um, adjusting your inner dialogue requires speaking? Because sometimes I feel like this topic can be... Um, a little feel a little sketchy a little deceptive in that you know we talk a lot about changing our inner dialogue but but it takes an outside source to even do that it seems you have to speak out loud you have to affirm these things you have to speak that you're grateful for where you are you're grateful for life you're grateful for perfect health you know you may have just gotten a bad report from the doctor that says you have terminal cancer something horrible like that you're going to say I don't have it I feel great I am whole and complete. I am naturally healthy. And you're going to call things that be not in your life as though they are. And then faith, the belief, the substance of what you're believing for and speaking in your life is going to begin changing circumstances to match what you, the creator, are expecting in an infallible way to show up in your life. It it seems like this is going to require some retraining because most of us have lived most of our lives, many, many years, um, you know, we say and we think 
what has just happened. And so this is a complete reversal of that. This is thinking and saying things that you want to happen. You know what? Here's what's cool. When it, because when you start, to, a lot of people, when you say, well, you're going to have to retrain yourself, they start thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, I just, I don't want to have to go to school and, and learn all this <laughs> new stuff. I'm already, you know, my, my life tired. is so full of, of <laughs> have-tos and honey-do lists and kids and school and all that. So that's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about journaling, stirring up what is really yours the good things in life the good things in the universe that belong to you for the rest of your life so this is not something you're going to train yourself up in the next few days or a couple of weeks to do this becomes a new way of life for you you're journaling through the rest of your life meditating on and expecting good things only paying attention to good things paying attention to full life and all the potential and possibilities that come with you living your very best self that original source of who, who you were supposed to be into manifestation and fruition for not only you to enjoy, but for all others to see. You benefit, your kids benefit, your employer benefits, your employees benefit. (laughs) All of life around your sphere of influence changes completely because now you've changed your inner dialogue, your outward dialogue, your affirmations and expectations. Everything changes because you are working on it every day for the rest of your life. You don't just like staying in shape physically. You can't go work out once and you're done for the rest of your life. You need a a regimented program for running on the beach five miles, eating properly and healthy. And and you're going to do this with your mind and your expectations so that you become the best version of yourself you can possibly be in the land of the living. And I'm getting the sense from you that this is supposed to be fun. Um, That instead of being some sort of textbook grueling, got to do it, you know, I'm I'm trying to manifest correctly. um, You know, it just makes me think think of like this should be like writing a a letter to Santa this should be fun and exciting and you should just wake up every day with that Oh my goodness. And it becomes fun because you're yeah. getting results. You know, something that's not fun is something that you don't see any results from. Yeah. But it becomes fun because mm-hmm. everything starts changing. You're not you're doing like, it right. Oh my gosh. It's not fun. Look at the biceps of my manifestations. It's <laughs> growing. It's, it's working. The, the fat has fallen away. It's, I'm excited about this. You're like, am I the first person to have a 14 pack? <laughs> exactly. That's fun. <laughs> that's fun. That's and that's fun. that's something that I have to Oh my goodness, I need to be better about that because uh, I don't know if you know this, but I can get a little intense sometimes. Um yeah. I can get a little focused. I can get a little uh you know, in my head is some probably what most people would call it. You you become very just overly focused and you start micromanaging everything but if anything should be fun and if anything should be a relief in your life it should be this process this is exciting feelings emotions fun all of that will follow your determination Mm. to to speak and to say that you know what all is right with the world it is perfect and i am advancing to completion and and so i am only thinking about all things social political business corporate whatever from this high viewpoint that all is well with the world. It's all great. And I just see everybody, all my friends, family, neighbors, everybody in the household exactly the same way. Everybody's great. And if you got a problem, you know what? Uh, I love you. I love you unconditionally. You'll get through it and see the good in problems. See the good in negativity. Don't look at the negativities. Only see the good. Think on that.
that. Meditate on that. And then your nothing is going to be wrong with the universe. Nothing can be wrong with you then, except remember your own personal attitude. And that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Yeah. If you're seeing something wrong with other people, check your attitude. If you want to fix somebody else, fix yourself. Yeah. It all comes back to you. You're the center of all the good that you're going to begin attracting. <laughs> and trust wholly in unconditional love. And I got to say, when you first start this process and you really accept the fact that you're you're the common denominator of your own life, that stings just a little bit. Well, you start running out of excuses. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, crud. It really I, is Maybe me. I'm not the victim I thought I was. I need to leave me alone. You're like, no, I think I could blame mom for at least another month. <laughs> yeah, the, the biggest bully in life is me. And I got to quit. And I got to leave me alone. I got to leave me alone. Well, and you've been mentioning household quite a bit in this process. Um, And I like the concept that, you know, you don't have to kick everyone you've ever met to the curb. Um, You can change your inner dialogue, not just about yourself and your own life, but about other people, too. You have to. You have to do that. That's You've got to change because you know uh, some yeah. of the most some of the most highbrow people I know they're walking around all puffed up like I got all the money and a boy aren't I, I'm very and they're narcissistic <laughs> and I'm great looking and I'm all of this have more problems with other people than anybody oh. you can imagine. What are they doing? They're tearing down everybody else, yeah. seeing the negative in, in the world around them to build themselves up and their life. If you will to if you were to probe beyond the 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 eyeshadow, you would find <laughs> out that this person is really miserable. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. That got my tickle bone. <laughs> if you could see beyond the eyeshadow, oh my, maybe she's worth it. Uh, to herself. <laughs> to herself. She thinks she's worth it. You got to fix it. But I just, I really like that because that's sort of a goodness. That's a power move, you know, to put yourself in that, in that sort of mental hierarchy with your family and your friends. Um, that puts you in the seat of power over your own life and your own relationships, which power is power and authority, and take dominion over that. Yeah, which you know, I gotta say, I don't think many of us walk into class reunions or family gatherings in a feeling like we're in a position of power. You know how you see so many people with yoga pants on out there working at yoga and working out and all this other stuff, and they don't even give one thought to what we're talking about. And this should be number one: your inner core, that essence of who you are, becoming yeah. successful in this world and. And then the, you, you work at this it just half the with half the discipline that people do with their diets or their their relationships or or working out in, in their yoga bands. Oh, well, and that's that's <laughs> funny because I've found that the people, you know, the friends that I have that drink the most usually are the ones that wear yoga pants and they you know, everything has to be organic and imported from the Himalayan (laughs) mountains of whatever, whatever. But it's just funny. I mean, you know, we need to be real with ourselves. Work out with this. Work out with your kinetic belief. Work out with the law of attraction. And I'm telling you the rest of it, your mind, body, soul, spirit will fall in line and become this thing that just blesses you and blesses everybody else around you. (laughs) I was just thinking if Man, if you're going to go to the trouble of squeezing yourself into yoga pants, you might as well, you know, achieve nirvana (laughs) while you're at it, while you're in the pants. Well, so we're talking about the four secrets to manifesting any desire. So now we know that, first of all, you've got to trust in the source. And then the second thing you want to do is trust and have that inner dialogue, that positive inner dialogue that all is right with the world and everything therein. Which we've decided is basically conjured up by your words, your spoken words. You know, don't... that's something that I fall into a lot. Um, I fall into back into the belief, the false belief that I can change my thoughts with my thoughts. 
And that is not going to work. No, it doesn't. doesn't. Or with your feelings. It doesn't matter what no. you feel like. It doesn't matter what you, your emotional state of being is. It doesn't matter what you're thinking. You're going to change all of that with what you say. Yeah. The power of the spoken word. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, what is numero tres? Unconditional love. You're not going to do any of this successfully without walking in and living a life of unconditional love. And isn't that what we were already talking about? When you're saying that all is right with the world, you are unconditionally loving all therein. And mm-hmm. it, that that thing begins with you. It is impossible to unconditionally love another person if you're not successfully uh, in love with yourself, unconditionally loving yourself. You've got to you've got to rise above. Now here's the thing. You're going to have to rise above all the temptation to moral evil, mm-hmm. wickedness. Now, let's think about that for just a minute. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, Batman kind of evil stuff. Or I was thinking like Scarlet Letter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whatever you think. That poor girl. (laughs) All temptations. And it is a temptation to, you know, to you're at the doctor's office and you you fill out the form of the pen and just kind of slide the ink pen down into your purse. Well, that's moral evil. That's wickedness. It's your stealing. And so it comes on. It's not different. We're not talking about categories or levels here. We're talking about right and wrong the simplicity of that, taking something that doesn't belong to you. That's on the most simple level. Um, There are not, when we're talking about law of attraction and kinetic belief, there is not a misdemeanor of evil versus a a felony. There's good and there's bad, period. So we want to work on this. For example, cast out all greed. Okay? The simplicity of greed. Cast it out. Check yourself for greed. And cast that out. Selfishness is another one. You want to get rid of selfishness, any kind of narrow uh, personal ambition just for because you want to be the peacock at the ball, you know, whatever. You want to stand out for. It's a narrow personal ambition. You want to rise above that. Um, another one is don't hold any envy. Get rid of that. Check envy is a is something that comes in when we've opened ourselves up to competition and through jealousy. We want to be better than somebody else. What that is, is, it's a fear-based in that, you know what, there's not enough to go around. There's not enough uh, yellow ruffled collared shirts to go around. So I've, I've got to wear the biggest, brightest one to be the envy of the ball. And there's more <laughs> than enough. The creator says, yeah. I can create and I can, I can wear the yellow ruffled shirt. And so can everybody else if they want to do that. We're all special and unique in our own way. There's more than enough. The universe has a, is the source for to give every single person on planet Earth their heart's desire. There's more than enough to go around so we don't have to compete with each other. So cast down any envy and it'll get you over into the right position and mindset of attracting um, and manifesting anything that you want to manifest. Get rid of malice enmity toward anybody else, maybe a parent that did something to you when you were a child. Get rid of that. Get rid of anything that you're holding, bitterness, anything at all toward any other living soul. Remember, all is right with them. They are all good. Nothing is wrong with them. Nothing can be wrong but your own personal attitude. Remember that. So you're not going to have any enmity toward anybody else and then follow no course of action which is not in accord with your highest ideals. And you're going to find this this place through the journaling process. Remember, you're looking at from the highest possible, loftiest place of imaginations of that perfected, holistic person that you see yourself being and then 
hold on to that and become one in unison with your highest ideal of self and don't follow any course of action which is going to turn you slightly to the left or to the right away from that highest ideal of yourself if you are right then you will attract to manifestation that which is good just and right and then the other thing is don't live uh, don't live lost or um uh, and don't just allow yourself to be victimized as you go through the day, just seeing what's going to happen to you. Well, you know, I think that uh, the universe, I prayed to the universe and it's going to take care of me today. Stop <laughs> doing that because you're the creator and the universe is going to respond to your authority, the conviction of your authority and your dominion and your right to call things into existence. You're the boss here. Mm. That's so good. assume the role of the boss man, the boss woman. You are in control of your life. You are not a victim, and it's not going to be left up to just by to chance. Now, this is not to say that as you begin manifesting your heart's desire, that that serendipitous moment of, of the person showing up with the thing you've been believing for is not going to happen. It absolutely will. But you're not going to be a victim to circumstances that are out of your control, that are not bringing that good thing to pass as long as you are taking authority over the dominion that you have as a creator in this life one of the most interesting things that you said is that when you are you know being competitive and looking around and comparing yourself to everyone else that it quote narrows your personal ambition that's really fascinating to me because it's sort of the adage of when you're in service to people you're expand you're actually expanding yourself beyond any sort of uh, boss or person that's in charge of everyone could ever be. Um, so this is a this. I think there's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack from everything that you just said because you covered many, many, many bases just then. And but they all do sort of point back to um, not being a victim and the universe being under your control. You you having the authority over yourself and and really your sphere of influence well you know there's there is a lot to unpack there but it all falls under the category the one major category of unconditional love mm, yeah because you're going to rise above any temptation through unconditional love you're going to cast out all greed with unconditional love selfishness uh, uh personal ambitions that are um that go against the original source of who you are you are already defined perfectly but when you look around and you measure yourself by others you redefine yourself yeah. and you don't want to you want to get out of the business of redefining. Now, you want to unbecome some things that are not wholesome and good for you. Unbecome those to get back to the original definition of who you're supposed to be. Unconditional loving uh, yourself and, I assume, also other people. Oh, yeah. It starts with you. Yeah. And then you're unconditionally loving others by not being envious or having any malice or enmity toward anybody. And it doesn't matter if they have met some high lofty uh, definition of what you believe they should be, regardless of who they are, what they've said, what they've done, what they did to you or, or about you or <laughs> uh, uh, backstabbed you or yeah. they caused you to lose something. You're not going to hold any enmity toward them. You're not going to be envious. You're not going to have any malice because you can't afford to allow it to happen to you. When you are bitter towards someone else, you are allowing toxicity and poison to come into the essence of who you are. And so don't give them that. 
continue to unconditionally love them and hope for their best and uh, pray for their best and hope that, that their life works out absolutely fantastic for them. And just know that whatever they're going through right now and experiencing, all is right with them. That's unconditional love. And then if you are right, then you're going to uh, attract to manifestation all that is good and right for you. And it's interesting, too, that um, now we're on number three. And yet again, I just I just feel like all of these are really putting you in a position of power in your own life, in your own relationship because, you know, I've, I think we've either we've been in circumstances or known people that they just can't give a compliment. They just cannot bring themselves, you know, they love getting them, but they can't bring themselves to compliment someone. And the I- irony of that is that when you can't do that, you are diminished. And that's a, that's a word you use that I really liked. It diminishes you. Um, which I just think is an interesting concept. You may think you're, quote, getting ahead, but you're actually going in reverse. Well, as a successful kinetic believer, uh, operating the law of attraction for your own good and your own benefit, you don't need a compliment, first of all. Mm-hmm. You don't, you're, you're uh, oblivious to those. You don't live by them. You're not defined by what people think or don't think or say to you, for you, or against you. Yeah. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything. You're mm-hmm. working on something, by, yeah. my goodness. You're working on something to grow yourself and to this this uh, perfected person and it has nothing to do with what other people are measuring you by so basically you're saying that the more that you look inward um the more you are expanded because when you look out and you're always going well what do you think of this what do you think of me what do you think of my decision um that's just diminishing you by so much absolutely you don't want to know what people think because if you're doing that then you have a you are a selfish person and you are needing the accolades you're you're just nothing more than a performer you you've still not moved beyond being fake and and also <laughs> mm-hmm. by defining yourself according to the expectations of other people it's funny i was talking to a woman the other day and she said yeah she said i was i've I was, I listened to your podcast and, um, recently somebody was telling me, she, she said they were telling me that I was fake, that they, that they didn't, they didn't like who I was. She, they were telling me what they didn't like about myself. She said, and you know, I thought of the podcast and I thought, you know what, bite me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a huge part of growth, isn't it? Is it's tough. I mean, it's tough to not just obsess over people's opinion of you and that's part it of is unconditionally if, it, loving yourself well if you're obsessing over the opinions of other people about you then you are still getting all of your self-worth yeah. from what other people think and you know what you mm-hmm. are always going to be disappointed because at the end of the day everybody that is involved in that is hoping to better you that's the only way that they are graduating themselves but really what you're doing all of you people that are either weighing telling other people what you think about them or if you're worried about what people are thinking about you, here's the vision. You are playing around in the wading pool at the public pool, and you got the dolphin squirting the water out of its nose for all of you to go play around and splash around in. You're not in the adult pool yet. Get out of the wade pool. You've grown up. It's unattractive. It, you are playing around with things that do not matter other than it will hold you back to what you're supposed to be experiencing in this life. You've got to know who you are. Turn your attention to the inside and and come in tune with the pure essence of your attributes and your attitudes and why you're here and what makes you unique. And then, gosh darn it, stand up and become that person. Be who you are. Because, well, you know, one of the things, and you were just talking about somebody that had listened to the podcast and was talking about someone who weighed in on them and said, you know, you're fake or, or whatever. 
one of the questions that I also get and people ask is they say, for example, well, so you're saying that everything that comes into our life we're hoping for or we're wishing for that. That's what we're desiring. And then let's say something like, well, uh, do people who are losing their lives or who are, are destroyed by genocide actually wish for their demise? What about natural disasters? And they'll say, or famine, disease, those things that seemingly make victims of those caught up in, in, a, in a wake of that destruction. The fires out in California, are they hoping and wishing for those fires? What's going on? Wow. Why, why are these things happening? How does somebody justify attracting what is desired with, with that of tragedy? There is, listen, there is so much confusion regarding the meaning of desire. I, I keep wanting to go back to that. And, I mean, if you are involved in the law of attraction, we keep talking about desire, desire, desire. You've got to be so careful because most people believe that to desire something means that you want it. Hoping for something is one form of desire. Expecting something to happen is also desire. Uh, you may not want it, but you expect it to happen. They told you in the news that your, your property is going to burn later this afternoon. You don't want that to happen. You're expecting it to happen, so it's something that you're desiring. Now listen to me. So you're expecting it. When desire for a circumstance or for something continuously remains in your thoughts, and the accompanying feelings then are emotionally felt, you're fearful that that fire is going to burn across your property. Now all of a sudden you've got the desire, and you've connected it with the feeling. It's a negative one, but it's still a feeling then the mass of kinetic belief is activated by motion to attract the situation, be it good or bad, it will manifest. That's how this works. That, take, that just took somebody to the next level yeah, of huge. understanding how the law of attraction really works. Probably the biggest part of that is not just understanding it, but, you know, it's a lot to swallow. It's a lot to, to sort of, because it, it puts a lot of responsibility on you, mm-hmm. which if you turn that, it's exciting. You're in the driver's seat well, now. Well, you know. yeah. now you know. Now well, you know. It, you, if, you know you're, right. if you don't know you're in control, then you're trapped. But once you accept that you're driving your own life, that's huge. You're not a victim it's anymore. Exciting. Now you're put into, now yeah. you understand the authority and the power that you have in dominion on this earth as a creator. Well, not to crack the whip here, but we are running low on time. So let's um, head on into number four if you want to. Sure. Crack the whip. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could do a really perfect whip cracking sound. (laughs) I can't though. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, the fourth thing, and again, we're talking about the four secrets to manifesting any desire. And first, you trust in the source. You trust in that source to manifest into your life what you're believing for. And then you want to work on the inner dialogue and keep saying all is right with the world and everyone in it. And then the third thing is unconditionally loving yourself and loving everyone else. Doesn't matter what they do say, what they what they say to you or do, or it doesn't matter who they are, you're going to unconditionally love them. And then the fourth thing, the fourth secret now revealed. Oh my goodness. Is the suspense. Drum roll. <laughs> realization appropriate to yourself the power that we've been talking about to become what you want to be and to do what you want to do. Uh, You exercise creative energy. All of the power and all of the authority for creative manifestation is yours. It belongs to you. You're not asking for this. This is something that is yours. You are a creator created in the image of the creator. You have power. You have authority. It belongs to you now. And you're realizing this. And now look, you look for and expect to find ways to move forward every single day 
toward what you're manifesting with expectant belief, expectant faith, and perfect confidence. Don't doubt anymore. Stop. Get out of the doubting business. All doubts based in fear. So stop doubting. And consider your life from the highest imagination and the highest level of desire. Trust in the substance of the things that you're hoping for to create your heart's desire in response to your expectations. And by all means, fear not. Fear not because your desires are part of creation. The, the mere fact that you are here in the land of the living desiring something is part of creation. You didn't come up with that. You're not outside of that. Creation created you as a creator to create. So trust in that. Trust that you are here with an imagination. That is proof that you are part of creation. And, and then they represent the desires of the perfect creator. All that your desires are doing is representing the desires of the creator. The creator that slung into existence all the planets and galaxies and star systems and earth and you created the desire that you have. Trust in that. It's outside of you. You know, the person that doesn't trust in their own desires is someone that's debasing themselves. They're going, well, I'm just not worthy. Nothing's ever worked out for me. Well, wait a minute. What are you saying? You're saying nothing's ever worked out for you. So guess what? Nothing's working out for you. You're desiring that nothing works out for you. So get out of the business of being a negative person, saying negative things about yourself. All we have to do is to come into agreement with our creator's desire for us. And and then all four secrets to manifesting uh, and to remain activated in our lives is it's all going to be working through gratitude. Um, how do you know that your creator's desire for you is always going to be something good? Well, because everything from the very beginning was expansion. It's all expansion based. All all of the the uh, creator's biased uh, purpose for all of creation was for life, for growth, for development, for good things. And then he gave us the ability to make a choice, to choose to align ourselves with that good thing or the bad thing. And so that's out of the Creator's hands and put into ours. We are all given a choice. We can manifest good. We can manifest bad. And the desire of the Creator is for good. It's for life. It's for advancement. And so the choice is then left up to us. You open by mentioning that you need to appropriate the power of creation to yourself. Um, is that sort of like saying you're sheriff? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just right. want you to expand some on that. How do you how do you do that and well, more about do, what it yes. is? Well, you know, you mentioned sheriff and we've used that analogy before. You know, the deputy who's been um, uh, trained up by the sheriff and given a badge in the uniform goes out into the field and represents the higher power. Uh, if you represent the kingdom, you're going somewhere representing the king. And then so whatever the king or the sheriff has said, the law of the land, you represent that. As a creator on planet Earth, you represent the power and authority of the creator to speak and see things come to pass. That's what's remarkable remarkable about this human experience that we're all having beings that were put into this natural form so that we could call things that be not as though that they were. And if you hold on fast to that belief, you'll see it come to pass. And so, again, the secrets to all four secrets to manifesting remain activated through gratitude. You're going to have to be grateful that what you called into existence already exists. Mm, that huge. is an expression of belief. 
Because it's when we believe it's already come to pass that the universe, that substance of what we're believing for, does whatever it takes to make sure that that belief is aligned with the substance of our belief. I love the concept that we've had the four secrets now, and but gratitude is what ties everything together. That's the glue that binds. Yeah, that's so that's really cool. And number four, you said is realization. Um, is that the real and not not that I don't understand what you just said, but is real is are you saying it's realization of of a thing or? I just wanted you to expand a little bit on just that title. Realization is appropriating yourself the power to become what you want to be. It's realizing that, you know what, this is who I am. The realization that I have the power, I've got the authority, I can speak and see things come to pass. It's the realization that I have the ability to do all of these things. And so since I know that and I'm believing that, I'm going to exercise creative energy all the power I'm exercising, all the authority I'm exercising. That means I'm working my belief. I'm not just sitting here hoping for being a mental agreeer. I'm putting a kinetic energy toward that belief, the realization that this is who I am. And so there is an element of belief and faith that says, I'm going to just do this. You know what? I believe it enough. This is now my new life. And I believe that if I keep picking up the dumbbell of my belief that my mm. biceps will grow. Yeah. I'm not picking up the dumbbell because my biceps are already showing. I'm picking them up <laughs> with the belief that it's going to work for me. And that's the realization. That's the visualization. I am seeing the substance of what I'm believing for. I'm looking for this and I'm expecting this. And so I'm looking for ways to move forward every day of my life. I'm getting up in the morning, eating my Wheaties, heading out the door, <laughs> moving toward the thing I'm expecting to show up in my life. So it's a, so really it's, um, it's realizing your identity, your true identity. And I think a lot of people, you know, it's, it's like we're all walking around in a fog sometimes and we're just pretending to be so much less than we really are. And so that's a, that's a huge secret. 99.9% of all people are living by what they see and what they hear, the negative influencers in this world. And yes, absolutely. You've got to get to the place. If you want to realize the very best version of you, and I'm telling you something, Listen, you may not have gone there before, and I don't know you personally, but I do know this enough about you to say that if you will allow yourself by belief and faith to step out and start moving toward that perfected version of you, you are going to be set on fire. You're going to be running around like your hair's on fire trying to tell everybody <laughs> just how good life can be. This is an exceptional time for you. What a unique opportunity you have right now as a creator, to experience the very best version of yourself. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like perfect health. There's nothing like having more than enough uh, to be able to travel and to do good for other people and to experience whatever you want to experience in this life, to be creatively expressing yourself through music and through the arts, either as a purveyor or someone that's creating it. To, to enjoy the, the artistic abilities of other people, the creative expressions of poetry and writings, all good. For goodness sake, stay away from the negative things in this world and only go after and chase after the good things. Wow, time is absolutely flying by. Um, we're just ticking over an hour right now. This has been really amazing. The top, the four secrets to manifesting anything you desire. And what I took away from all of these secrets more than anything is... I, empowerment. 
that you are empowered to do anything you can imagine. And that's so exciting. You know, we're not victims. We, we really are. We really have been endowed with this amazing ability and authority and power. Um, we just have to use it, right? <laughs> we just have that's to right. open it up. Well, yeah. And, you know, one of the most celebrated writers in American literature was uh, William Faulkner. He, he received the Nobel Prize in Literature. And he said that always dream and shoot higher than you know you can do. He said, try to be better than yourself. Mm. Isn't that good? Try to be better than yourself. Get up today. Try to be better than who you were yesterday. Tomorrow, be better than who you were the day before. And that embetterment comes from expecting the very best for yourself and not listening to anything negative and and don't participate in the negative backstabbings of other people. That's one of the biggest temptations. And I can promise you this, there will be a test that's going to come as soon as you decide that I'm not going to give so-and-so access to me because every time they call me, they want to talk about so-and-so. So I'm going to stop doing that. Well, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> so-and-so is going to try to the draw you into another ring. conversation yeah. or they're going to knock on the door. Something's yeah. going to happen to try to pull you into that negativity again. You're going to have to do the, the big boy thing, the big girl thing and become boss of you. Be, you know, be yeah. mega number one and mega number two. And yeah. mega number one needs to be the boss of mega number two because <laughs> you know what you should be doing and stop participating in negativity. Absolutely. That is so important. Go on, swim into the deep end. You're prepared now. You're you're ready to do it. And anytime that we get new knowledge, that's the thing. Every time you listen to this podcast, uh, you're now responsible for a lot of fresh wisdom and knowledge in your life. Oh yeah, it's, you're going to be responsible. And you know, one of the things you brought up earlier, and I just want to hit on it one last time, is yeah. that conviction. The conviction is the very thing that's going to help you stay the course which is just, again, it's an article of faith. It's something that you believe in the core of your believer that you've got to remain fixated on, that I am going to continue to move toward the thing that I desire and do it with conviction. Conviction. I love it. Conviction. So, you know, I was, I was 18 years old and I wanted to be in a movie. I thought, okay, I'm going to, I want to, I want to be an actor in a movie. And so me and a friend of mine went out, stuck our thumbs out on the highway, and hitchhiked from the East Coast all the way out to California. 18 years old. <laughs> By the way, I did it in a record time, like three days. Oh, and I, I rode in trucks every day and That's night. Faster I, than and if you I, had let a me car. preface this I'm not recommending anybody do this. <laughs> okay, this is a long this is many years ago, and don't, don't go out and start hitchhiking. But so I did that. Went out to California, went to San Diego, had a desire to be in a movie. Well, I'm moving with kinetic belief toward the thing that I, I believe I'm attracting into my life. And I show up, I'm uh, on a downtown street in San Diego, had like $50 in my pocket. Oh, my word. And <laughs> lo and behold, they're shooting a movie out on the main street in of downtown course. San Diego. Of course. And uh, I'm staying in a hotel where most of the cast is staying. And I go into the restaurant and there's, you know, a lot of people might not remember him, Marty Feldman. Oh, yeah. He, he was the, the, like the, the bug eye. Yeah, he was yeah. in a Frankenstein movie, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Marty Feldman. He's sitting in there by himself. And I walked over to the table and I said, uh, Mr. Feldman, hi, uh, I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'd like to be in your movie. He said, oh, well, sit down, my friend. <laughs> Something like that. He was just, I don't know if that was English, uh, British. 
town or not, but sit down, my friend. It was an accent. So I sat down, and uh, Marty Feldman and I ate a grilled cheese sandwich together. Oh and, uh, and I told him, I said, I want to be in your movie. And the movie, oh, it was called In God We Trust. Okay. Haven't seen that. And I don't know if you ever will, but it's it, it, they finished it, and yeah. I think it is available somewhere. <laughs> but so uh, he told me to go up to the second floor, and there would be a note on the door where uh, cast can go in. And so I went up there. The door's locked. Nobody was there, and I didn't go in. The, there's not a great ending to the story. I didn't. I wasn't in the movie. Okay. The, the point of, I think, my, my story, though, is I didn't have a conviction uh, to my desire. Mm-hmm. I had the desire to be in a movie, but there was, it wasn't an article of faith that, you know what, by gosh darn it, I'm going to be in a movie no matter what, <laughs> or I would have stayed out there and continued to do that. But it wasn't my my heart's desire. Mm. It was nothing more than just something. But believe it got you pretty far. But I, but you know That's what? Amazing. So quickly there I, was, there I was having lunch with Marty Feldman and being considered <laughs> for a part of the movie. That's amazing. So that's the difference between just having a, a, a whim uh, or actually having that yeah. deep conviction that nothing, no person, no thing is going to keep my heart's desire from manifesting, and the next thing you know, you'll be the Brad Pitt. It makes you the, go the distance. The new, the new uh, uh, superstar out in yeah. Hollywood. Or I'm sure they have another superhero that needs to be filled Probably somehow. So. <laughs> they have that man already, don't they? I think, so. I think so. Anyway, but that's how it all works. But, but yeah, but that conviction, absolutely, that's what keeps you on course to go the whole way to finish to correct to see it show up that's right that's great yeah um okay so wow this has flown by we're we're way over time actually <laughs> but that's good i love it that means we had so much to say and there was so much meat in this um we are going to be in new york um i think sometime in january is it still the 11th uh january of Fe- or was it february i don't even remember now it was january the 11th we're yeah. planning on being in new york and then we've got another we're going to be up there again in i think it's march, march. i think it was, I think it's March 15th. Obviously, these dates are still being sorted well, out. But Regardless, go to kineticbelief.com and to the website and check out the the, uh, the location of our master classes and the yeah. workshops that we conduct. Megan and I show up. We'd love to see all of you. And uh, while there, you can participate in one of our podcasts. Yeah. And then also, we just get busy rolling up our sleeves and working on the Kinetic Belief Journal together. We see lives changed immediately at a, a great Q&A time, a session of just work working on our law of attraction abilities. Yeah, and there is actually a special offer right now on our website that I wanted to make everyone aware of. Um, If you go to the website, there's going to be a pop-up, and as long as you just put in your email address, you're going to receive a beautiful piece of music. It's called August Moon, and it's an original composition by Stephen, and it's just a wonderful song for meditation, um, relaxation. It's, It's just epic. It's got violin, cello, I think you even have a Duduke in there. There's a Duduke in there, and now let's be honest, you're playing the violin, Megan. You are a world class violinist. She's okay. amazing. So she's on the violin. Don't piano, tell anybody. But it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a piece that was attracted through the universe. Yes. And, uh, uh, but that's available like That's available as a free gift right now um, for a limited time as long as you just go to kineticbelief.com and give us your email address and we'll have it sent to you immediately. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Okay, so you know what? Um, one of the most difficult things, and we touched on it a little bit earlier today, is having negative thoughts and how to deal with those. And the best way to do it, listen, if you are somebody that's always fretting over something and uh, you just, you, you're thinking about the, the bad things that could happen, a yeah. negative thing, and you're keep thinking about it. Listen, just say good things out. You need some gratitude affirmations, some positive affirmations. Right. You cannot think a negative thing 
while saying something positive. Are we going to do one? Let's do one. Okay. Say this. Say this with me. Say, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. For creative thoughts today. For creative thoughts today. I receive each one. I receive each one. As inspired by the substance of faith. As inspired by the substance of faith. I'm thankful for the genius of me. I'm thankful for the genius of me. To act accordingly. To act accordingly. Right now. Right now. I'm so excited. I'm so and excited. And so grateful. And so grateful. For new ideas. For new ideas. For new imaginings. For new imaginings. And new experiences. And new experiences. That's how it works. Love it. Isn't it funny how the moment that you say things like that, you can actually feel a change physically start to happen in your gut. Yeah. Oh, you do. You sense immediate. it. You know it. You know it. It's immediate. And I then, love it. And then the universe is going to do whatever it needs to do to begin moving the substance of your yeah. affirmations and your belief into your life. I read a study one time, just a, an interesting note here. I read a study that um, they, they, put pen, they had pe- people hold pencils in their teeth. And so it would basically like simulate a smile. And they, then they measured their endorphin levels and their endorphin levels would spike. Just from holding a pencil sure. in their teeth. And that just I think that just proves what we've been talking about all day is that, you know, your physicality and the physical of everything in your life, it follows what you say and what you think. Good health follows it as well. Yeah. And, and you can also learn to speed read by biting into, onto a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kineticbelief.com is the website. Kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com is yeah. an email address. Uh, shoot us an email. Hope to see you soon at one of our master classes. Yeah, it's been, been so much fun. This has Megan. been great. Love today. I love the top four secrets. See you tomorrow, okay? Okay. All right, bye.